Welcome to the show today, Laura. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for having me, Dan. Yeah, thank you for being on the Hyperfast show today. Uh, I know you've got a lot of great stuff to teach uh, real estate agents that's applicable in the market today, uh, specifically with regards to organic social media lead generation. Uh, before we jump into that, though, give our listeners and viewers on YouTube just a quick background of, and bio on who you are and how you got to this point in 2023. Yeah, so I'm actually just celebrating my 10th anniversary as an agent in Virginia. So I'm in the Northern Virginia uh, market. Um, and I started out, um, I was a state, well, I, I started out in a corporate world and decided I wanted to be a stay at home mom. And then a few months into that, I was like, this is not for me. Um, and so <laughs> I was like, I'm going to come back to the real estate market and go back into real estate. And, um, I knew an agent. I was like, ah, he sold me my house. Um, and so I said, are you accept, are you, you know, how does this thing in Virginia work and how do we become a real estate agent? Are you accepting any agents on your team? And he was. Um, and then fast forward 10 years later, I'm still there. Um, and I started out on a, on a leads team and I, we had a rainmaker and they would provide us with all the online leads like Zillow and, you know, Google ads and Facebook and all that. Um, and, uh, slowly realized that kind of wasn't my, my thing. And so, um, and I didn't like doing open houses every weekend. Cause of course I had two kids, I had a young child at the time. And then I had another child in that time frame. Um, and slowly kind of changed my business into working by referral and generating leads via my Facebook group, um, that I have now. And you, I think before the show started, you said you also did real estate previously in California. Is that correct? Yes. I'm originally from the Sacramento area. And so I had done, um, a couple different, uh, real estate industry. I was in mortgages. I did HOA management, um, did commercial, um, construction, and then when the market collapsed, we moved out to Virginia with my husband's job with the government out here. Okay. So Virginia, 10 years ago, that was your first foray into real estate yes. as a sale, as an agent, you know, mm -hmm. on hundred percent commission. Awesome. Um, did you find the experience starting with a team, something, you know, that you would, that was valuable that you would do again and that, you know, you would recommend to newer agents or, or do you think maybe the market is different now? Oh, I a hundred percent think I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be where I am today. Had I not learned <clears throat> the processes, I had someone who would check, even just checking my contracts, the first few contracts you send out or at least listing agreements. It was like making sure you crossed your T's and dotted your I's and without having a team lead or someone there kind of as, um, almost like training wheels to kind of guide me and make sure I didn't, you know, <laughs> didn't mess things up. Um, was valuable. And I learned a lot of marketing skills. And I also kind of learned a little bit of what I didn't like and what I did like in the business. So it was very helpful. I highly recommend it. I think when you're starting out, you definitely, I think being on a team is the most valuable thing you can do because it's going to give you those foundation pieces that you need to be a successful agent. And also to make sure that you learn what you need to learn. I mean, we, I think we all take those courses and the courses really don't teach you everything that you need. You need the real life experience and having like a team lead or maybe a mentor guiding you along the way to make sure that, you know, you're doing things the right way. How long were you on the team for? Oh my goodness. Um, so I had my son in 2016. So shortly after that, so probably middle of 16, maybe 17, early 17. Okay. So four or five years. And then mm -hmm. what was, what was the transition like when, you know, was it scary when you kind of made the leap from team to on your own or how did, how did that feel? 
you know, it kind of was because they paid, you know, they paid for your signs. They did your listing photos. They, you know, all those things. And I was like, oh, yeah, I got to make my own signs now. I got to buy all my lock boxes, you know, and all those costs I didn't think about. And it was a little bit scary. But at the end of the day, it was kind of taking control back, right? Because I was on a leads team and the leads would come at, when you're online leads, it was like, it could be at five o'clock while I'm making dinner, picking up my daughter from daycare, or it could be at nine o'clock at night on a Saturday. You know, it just, there was no rhyme or reason to it. So being able, or having to do every Sunday doing an open house. So being able to take the control back was very appealing to me and being able to kind of work my own schedule when I wanted to work versus being, you know, that speed to lead, having to pick up the phone all the time. What, what, um, when, when you made the transition, what became your primary sources of lead gen when you no longer, you know, had the, the online Zillow leads and all that from the team? I leaned into my, my past clients. I obviously had a book of business. I mean, I did a lot of rental leads at the beginning that then turned into buyers. So a lot of referral. Um, and then I started leaning into my Facebook group. So I have an online mom's group that's local to our county. And I kind of leaned into that and took a few courses and went to actually women in business seminars where they were teaching people who actually were in, um, like we call them like MLM marketing. And they were showing them how to use Facebook groups to leverage, to get leads. And I found that kind of a little bit interesting. So I learned mm. some skills to then take my group and leverage it um, and, and use it in a different way than I had been using my Facebook group. It, originally, it was just for moms. And, you know, if you have a question about, you know, the different mom things, like where's the best daycare and all those things, and really learn to utilize it as a lead generation source and a an, nurture system to follow up with people that were in the group. When did you create the Facebook group? 2017. So shortly okay. after I had my second child, I um, realized I didn't have as many mom friends and, and kind of wanted some more things to do with my son um, and started it kind of as a necessity and added just 10 friends of mine. And then it kind of, I thought, nah, no one else is going to want to join, right? And then now it's up to almost 10,000 moms in our area. Oh, wow. That, that's uh, <laughs> fascinating to, to just think how that grows. And then, and this this just started organically as a place to connect with other moms in, in your area, correct? Yeah. And it's, it's still a place to connect, you know, like where's, you know, like the, today it was a ton of conversations about where to get the best haircut for someone's three-year-old. You know, I mean, those are still the conversations we're having. Um, but being able, as the admin of the group, I'm also able to tweak some of the conversations with different content posting and I can kind of, you know, navigate the group in a way to build my know, like, and trust factor within the community and also use it as a lead generation source. How does, yeah, how does that part work? So obviously you, you built the group, you provide connection, um, you know, value in just anything in the community, right? But then how does, how do you, how do you turn it into a lead generation source without going in there and pitching real estate, obviously? Yeah. So the key is not to go in there every day and go, I'm a real estate agent. Use me. <laughs> I'm fabulous. Let's, you know, you need to buy a house. Um, there's a couple different ways to do it. And one is they start to know you, right? So anytime anyone needs a painter or they need a, a flooring guy, it's like, yeah, you know what? I've got the best painter. Here's his information. Um, I use him all the time in my real estate business um, and, you know, does great work. The other way I can do it is um, I get everyone's information when they're joining the group and then I can nurture them. And I have an, a nurture system that goes out once a week to them. Um, and it's crafted in a way that 
real estate is sprinkled in there slightly, but they all know I'm a real estate agent. And I get some people like, I've been getting your emails for three years and I want to sell my house today and buy another one. Can you come over? Absolutely. And that's, that's the purpose, right? The other way I can do it is I've got um, strategic posts that I post in my group content um, and there's a formula to it. And so what I'll do is I'll even, when I posted the other day and got um, almost 400 comments on it, and I think over 70% of the group saw the post, is if there's one thing you could change about your house today, what would it be? Mm. And you think about it, every, you know, every, who doesn't like to comment, right? And as they're commenting, a lot of them you can see we're thinking they're thinking about buying or selling a home. My house is so small, right. got a baby. So then you're able to data mine that information. And you know, if you know it's Susie Q and you know she lives in Leesburg, okay, well, I can find her information, right? And then you can start mar if I don't already have it and start marketing to them. Um, so being able to kind of know ahead of time when what people are thinking and they're starting to think about buying or selling a house is so critical because how often do you know when someone's starting to think about those things and what what kind of information are you getting when they join the group obviously you're doing the weekly email so you're getting their email Any, anything else that you get at that point i get their email and then i ask um a couple different questions and a lot of times i get relocation clients um just in the month of june i had three um buyers that were relocating from the area they joined the group because they're moving so they get, you know, copies of relocation guides, they get um, other content sent to them, and then we follow up with phone calls and, and setting an appointment to see how I can help them with finding a new home in this area. I, re I really like the weekly email. I think a lot of a lot of agents for years have been doing like the monthly one, and they're kind of like these uh, templates of market updates, and yeah. a lot of them just aren't that good, right? Like yeah. they're, they're generated by... You can tell they didn't write them, um, and they're and they're generated by like, you know, their national brand or whatever, or their yeah. their company, and they're just you know you almost could see like two hundred agents from the same office probably email the same thing out each month. But what are you what are you putting in your weekly one to to make it fresh, you know, keep you top of mind, but but also like interesting and you know because that is that is a lot of content to generate, um, you know, it is, on, on a um, regular basis. <laughs> it's a ton of content. Um, and so, um, I sat down last year, um, or I sat, I usually sit down at the end of the year. I find that Thanksgiving to like new year's time is kind of like, I'm going to be honest, it's kind of dead a little bit more in real estate. Right. So there's time to plan and everything. So I'll start to craft out what I want the year to look like. And we do a formula of the emails. In fact, the email that's going out this week is actually because um, it's September, and um, like in northern, like you know, in northern Virginia, right? The grass is still green, the leaves haven't changed, but are, people are thinking about selling their house in um, in the next spring market, right? So now is a really good time to go out and take the exterior photos. So we crafted an email, and it talks about you know if you're thinking about selling in the spring. Now's a really good time to meet with me. We can get some exterior photos when your house looks amazing versus, you know, in February when there could be snow on the ground or the leaves are, you know, gone, all those kinds of things. Um, and also getting the stager in there to put together a plan for you. So we have a little bit of content that is mom specific about, you know, like even like when summer's coming, we'll write an email about, you know, summer's coming, kids are getting out of school, those types of things. 
but then we also sprinkle in the real estate one, right? So it's all about nurturing them and, and priming them. And some people will see that email and go, oh yeah, you know, next spring is a good time to sell my house. Maybe I do need to call Laura to come get this ready. Cause yeah, it's going to take a few weeks or a few months because I got kids and junk and all the things. Um, and then the one thing that I did is I come up with the, so this is probably a secret sauce tip that I'll give you <laughs> is, um, I suck got my at, pen out. <laughs> I, I suck at writing. I'm going to be honest. It's not my jam. It's not my thing. Um, I can do it if I need to, but there's a lot of tools out there and I came up with the ideas. I came up, you know, I, I got a formula together. But I used a copywriter and I paid her to help me with the emails. I kind of lay them out and then she finesses them. But with even with like a chat GPT, you know, using AI, you can have AI write your emails. So it's not going to be that bad. You know, it's not that time consuming. And if you can do it, like I did a year at a, in a, together, which is a lot. But if you could even just do a bank of maybe, you know, two months worth of emails, that's something that's, you know, manageable or even a month, you know, four emails, yeah. a manageable chunk versus doing, you know, 52 emails in a year. So well, I would, I would definitely encourage people to at least explore chat GPT for mm -hmm. writing different things, either blog articles, social media posts, scripts for videos and, and emails. I mean, if, you know, if you, if you give it good prompts, mm -hmm. I've found it can, it can put out pretty, pretty good content, you know, maybe not as good as, as someone who's really passionate and likes doing it could maybe not as good as like the top copywriters. But I think, I think a lot of people that are entry level copywriters, um, chat GBT is pretty darn close. And if, you know, you, you kind of, you have to observe the, the final product and, and go yeah, in yeah. and maybe edit it a little bit. Um, but but for the most part, it, you know, if you use it as a tool, not as a complete replacement, I, I think it can be very powerful. Oh, yeah. And you could, I mean, you could even go to Fiverr or Upwork and hire a copywriter for, you know, if you wanted, if you wanted a little bit of a higher level, you could, you know, the cost per hour is not that, it's not bad. Um, when we think about what we spend on other things in real estate, right, it's, it's a low cost of entry. But I definitely think the weekly emails staying on top of them. Um, and then also I put, um, events that are in the area. So that's at the bottom of the email. And of course, you know, my real estate branding is there and like the home search link and all that stuff is there, but, um, having events too. So a lot of people will open up just to get the events, but then there's other content in the email for them to review. Are you doing evidence of success in there or client testimonials ever or like sprinkling those in, um, I do, but in the group too, a lot of people will post, oh, hey, Laura, Laura just sold our house, sure. um, you know, and then that, that I tend, that tends to go a little bit, I think, in my opinion, that goes a little bit farther, um, having that real life, you know, Jane Doe in the group saying how great we did of a job, um, you know, it, it goes a lot further because moms, I find moms tend to trust other moms as recommendation, whether it's a photographer, a cake baker, a real estate agent, whatever it is, I think that's you know, when someone says this person's good, it tends to go farther. What is your um, advice? A lot of people, you know, that listen and, and watch might be thinking like, wow, that's great. I don't have a group of 10,000 people or, you know, I'm not even on Facebook that that much, right? Because a lot, of, a lot of, you know, the younger generations now are more on Instagram or TikTok. But uh, what would your advice be to someone who has not, done 
a Facebook group and maybe is thinking about starting one to, you know, eventually help their real estate business, what, what should they do? I a hundred percent recommend doing it. It's free. So it's a no brainer, right? And then I hear oftentimes, well, I've got a Facebook page or what if nobody joins? And like I did a post in our group every Saturday or not every Saturday, sorry, the first Saturday of every month, Home Depot does those kids workshops, right? I did a post one day about, hey, I'm, you know, I was on my way to show to, to a listing appointment, but took my kids to Home Depot. We, I forget what we made, a little um, treasure box thing. Made this treasure box. Isn't this cool? My husband took the kids home and I got to go to my listing appointment. Basically, was the content. I had a Facebook page, posted the same image, same story. I think like not even 100 people saw it. Posted it in the group and over 6,500 people saw the post a ton of comments. Everyone was commenting and it was a way, it's a way for me to stay in front of my group that I can't do in a page. And Facebook now is pushing a lot of money towards building communities and they're pushing money towards Facebook groups. And so if you can start one, you're going to get a lot more reach. You're going to build a lot more of the no like, and trust factor because people are seeing me. They're seeing my children. I'm a real person. Um, sometimes they see my video content. Again, you see I'm a real person and you start to know, like, and trust me versus me sending you a postcard um, and I get people who recognize me all that my kids hate it at Target or at the resort. <laughs> oh, you're Laura. I was like, yes, my kids just go, oh God, please, let's just keep going. Um, but start the Facebook group. It's really easy to do this. The key is really is you need to have your name in the title. So, you know, mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, Dallas moms or moving to, you know, New York City or whatever it is, the city location has to be in there because that's how you get your relocation clients. But start the group. It's easy. I have a um, I have a free webinar. Um, if you go to groups2leads.com backslash webinar, I've got a webinar to get you started. Um, and I've got a course if you want a little bit more in depth about how to grow your group and how to nurture your group and, and how to really set it up properly. The course will give you a lot more information on that. Um, but it's, it was the best, it was, I fell into it and it was the best thing I've ever done for my business. Cause I, I do over $22 million a year in sales from my group and it's a free group. I don't spend any money on my group. Just, just from the group. Just from the group. Yeah. So that's like half a million GCI. Um, unless they're new construction clients, <laughs> then you get kind of cut, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's what, how do, how do people get access to the, to the course? That sounds, sounds like a tremendous opportunity. So if you go to groups to leads.com, um, and I can give you a link for the show, um, that's, it's got the course on there. And then if you want the free webinar, it's groups to leads backslash webinar. Um, okay. and if you've got a group and you're like, I don't know how to nurture, I don't know how to uh, nurture my group. I don't know what to post for content. Cause I have a content calendar that I, that I follow. Um, if you go to groups to leads.com backslash top five, I give you my top five posts to post that'll guarantee to give you sales in your um, real estate group. So those are the, my top five posts that I rotate all the time and they get me sales um, in my group by starting conversations. So, groups, so it's groups and then the number two leads? Uh, groups TO leads. TO, okay. Groups TO leads. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm just shocked by the numbers that it does. That's amazing. And, you know, we hear a lot about how Facebook engagement is down, but that groups, it's actually up. So they're mm -hmm. Facebook's driving people to, to groups. My, my guess is the 
the community sense of it or probably keeps people on the platform more. So they, they, they probably push it for that reason. So Yeah, the content people, I mean, even I get sucked into it, right? You know, in my neighborhood group, when someone posts, you know, things, you get sucked in and you start reading all the things. Um, and it's, if you look at your, if you look at your analytics for your group, I mean, the people are spending hours in these groups per week. And if you can be in front of them and, and if they know you're a real estate agent, you know, when they think about buying or selling a house, that's who they're going to think of. And that's who they're going to call. And it's the easiest call. I mean, how often do you want people to call you and just say, I want you to list my house and help me buy a new one? I mean, that's just easy. You're not competing. You're just walking in and signing the paperwork. What's, what's one thing about the group that you might have done differently if you were starting over today? I didn't capture the emails at the beginning. I didn't know that was a thing and I didn't know that was a tool. There was tools that could help you do that. And so I probably lost a few thousand emails at the beginning. I've I've recaptured them since then, but that was probably um, my biggest, don't do that mistake, capture the email. (laughs) You're stupid if you're not doing that. You need to do that because the other thing is Facebook could close down your your personal profile, which runs your your group, and they could shut down your group at any minute. And so you need, you'd be, it'd be really silly not to have it. And so get the emails because then you could always just start a new group, right? If they shut you down for what, because someone violated a, one of their rules. So who cares? You can just push everyone to a new group and, and start over. What's, what's the biggest thing you're doing to generate business outside of your group? Um, mine is, I do a lot of by referral. Um, so okay. I will, um, I stay on top of my, I stay in front of my clients, um, Popeyes are popular, but I don't like to drive by and do the Popeyes. So I do mail away Popeyes. I know that's, but I still get business. And then I do a huge Santa party um, every year. Um, my clubhouse at our HOA is beautiful and they decorate it for Christmas. I have um, real Santa come. So it's not my husband. It's a real guy in a suit. <laughs> <laughs> not my, my husband would murder me. Um, and then I have a local photographer who's a mom who's amazing. And she takes these beautiful photos. Everyone gets a copy of them in their inbox um, just a few days later. And it saves people from having to go to the mall for Christmas and they get these professional, gorgeous photos for their holiday cards. And it is, I get usually a few sales from that, that party every year and everyone loves, I love it. Everyone loves it. And it's a good way to kind of stay in top in front of my clients, um, that are past clients. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you being on the show today. I always like to end with a hyper fast round. If you're ready for a few, uh, rapid fire questions and answers here. Okay. (laughs) All right. What's your biggest piece of advice to a new real estate agent? Find a brokerage that will give you training and a mentor because everyone needs training wheels when you first start. um, And it's the most valuable thing you'll ever do. All right. uh, What's your, the biggest mistake you see experienced real estate agents making? Hmm. Relying on the old sales methods of door knocking and open houses every weekend. There are other ways to get leads that are not those old ways of doing it. And you can get a lot more return on your buck and your time than door knocking and doing open houses every weekend. Okay. Um, What's the biggest mistake that, or or lesson you've learned um, in the last 10 years doing real estate? Hmm. Um, to think uh, uh you know what sometimes buyers will waste your time and mm. even though you have the buyer agreement and you show them a million houses they still may use another agent and it's okay and i know it's hard but let it go 
And I don't know why, but when you let them go and you're just like, yeah, that sucked and you can be angry about it for a minute, but let it go. Because as soon as you do, the universe will give give it back to you. There'll be, there'll be somebody else who will value your time and they usually end up being a better transaction for you than the one that you let go. Like divorce people. It's okay. Divorce the bad clients. All right. Last one. Where do you see yourself five years from now? Uh, um, you know, I this year was kind of the year of transition. And so I've stepped a little bit back from production and focused on helping other agents start their Facebook group and coaching them on how to do different lead generation tools. And I see myself maybe leaning more into that in the next five years. Um, as I've had success as a real estate agent, I want to help other agents have that same success that I had in using, you know, free tools that don't cost thousands of dollars per month. Okay. Well, um, thank you so much for being on the show today. And, um, if people want to get in touch with you or connect with you, um, I know you mentioned the course, which you can mention that again as well, but, um, any other ways that they should connect with you? Yeah, so go to, you can go to groups2leads.com or you can email me. Um, you can do hello at lauragriffincoaching.com. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today, Laura. Yeah. To, all of our, uh, to all of our listeners and viewers, thank you for tuning in. And um, please make sure you share this episode with other agents that you think would benefit from hearing Laura's amazing lessons. And we'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye.